Hello and welcome to the Erwin Mitchell podcast, here to keep you up to date with legal and financial news that matters to you. My name is Emma Rush and I'll be in the hot seat today. I'm a partner here at Erwin Mitchell based in our Birmingham office and I specialise in medical negligence. I've been with Erwin Mitchell since 2007, where I completed a training contract. And uh, well, as I say, I've been here ever since. I am also the firm's training principal, which means I'm ultimately responsible for all of our trainees, the quality of training they receive and making sure we comply with our regulatory requirements in that respect with the SRA. Today's episode is the first of its kind, where we'll be talking to two of our current apprentice colleagues. Together, we hope to give you an insight into apprenticeships at Owen Mitchell and answer any questions that you might have. So to do so, I am delighted to welcome Tyra and Angelina, who are two of our current apprentices. Uh, Tyra is currently completing a paralegal apprenticeship, whilst Angelina is completing a business admin apprenticeship. So hello, Tyra and Angelina. Hi, Emma. It's great to be here. Hi, Emma. Thanks for having me. So it's great to have you both on today. Tyra, let me just start with you. So firstly, for our listeners, just talk about actually what is an apprenticeship? An apprenticeship is a job that you do rather than going to university. You get your qualifications whilst you're doing the job. You learn a lot more, you gain a lot more experience and things like that um, and there's kind of like a generic quote that always goes round with apprentices and apprenticeships and it's kind of like earn while you learn um, and I think that's probably the easiest way to kind of describe an apprenticeship. Tyra how long have you been here doing your apprenticeship? So I started my apprenticeship in September this year um, so I've not been here very long um, I've only been here a couple of months but so far it's been great. And what what team are you in? So I am in the serious injury team. So I deal with all the serious injury inquiries and things like that that we get through. Angelina, tell me, do you think there are any misconceptions that you had of apprenticeships that you now know not to be true, having embarked on an apprenticeship yourself? Yeah, I think misconceptions of the apprenticeship are mainly that it's just a personal one for me. I thought it's mostly for people who are not interested in formal education, like university, which I did end up going to university, but then dropped out to do this apprenticeship. So it was quite a big change for me. And starting the apprenticeship and talking to other apprentices as well, I realised, you know, people from different walks of life come to this um, same apprenticeship and get the work done. And it's just like it changed my perspective completely on the course and I I also thought it wasn't paid enough for some reason but Evan Mitchell completely changed that again Um, it is definitely more than minimum wage and it kind of depends on the company and the course you do so I think there are a lot of misunderstandings about the apprenticeship course but as you do it or as you research more you definitely gain a different perspective. Tyra, what what about you? Are there any misconceptions that that you had before you started and don't have now? Yes, definitely. Um, Same as Angelina. I initially went to university and then dropped out um, and then proceeded to do my apprenticeship. One thing I would say is a lot of people think that because obviously you're working full time, you don't get the social life that you would have at university. Um, And I very much thought that, but I can strongly say that you still have a social life 
with an apprenticeship you know you still go out with your friends every weekend you're still able to do that and you're still able to have a pretty decent social life whilst you're working. Clara why did you decide to embark on an apprenticeship then so I know you said you dropped well both of you said you, you didn't pursue uni was it something about uni did you decide it just wasn't for you? So I initially went to university um, and I got very homesick very quick. By Christmas, I'd moved home and I've decided to finish my first year. Um, and then the plan was to move back to Sheffield and commute from home. And I applied for a few apprenticeship along the way. And as a result of those applications, I managed to gain a job offer from Owen Mitchell. And I was still in a position where I could either choose an apprenticeship or university and we essentially weighed out the pros and cons and I'd say that the main big decider for me was the fact that the competitiveness after university trying to get a training contract you know trying to get vacation schemes and things like that there's so much competitiveness out there so my thought was once you're in a firm you're in a firm and you know you've got somewhere to work at least rather than obviously still looking for training contracts and vacation schemes etc. Yeah so you wanted to try a different route really into the legal profession? Yeah definitely. Yeah okay and Angelina how about you what what was your reason for choosing an apprenticeship after you'd finished uni or, or, or not continued with uni? I think the main reason I chose an apprenticeship is because I felt like I could definitely use more practical experience when it came to like just getting a job in the future and when I went to uni and I was just doing my law degree I switched from a different course so psychology with law and then switched to straight law degree and it was just like a lot of confusion to begin with even when I was in college and in school I didn't really decide what I want to do in uni so there was just a lot of confusion going on in my teenage years and I just decided in my 20s that I might just be better off with the practical experience and the money is obviously a plus but mainly the experience just got me a long way honestly Um, and with the uni degree I think it's um, generally better for people who maybe want to go into STEM majors or healthcare science something like that which I thought I would go into but then at the end I kind of figured out I might be better off with something in business management or basically my just uh, my ideas uh, for my degree just changed completely. Um, so it's a complete 180. Um, and I just figured the practical experience with the apprenticeship really helped me. OK, so you're, so you're doing the business admin apprenticeship now. Is there a normal day for you? Does, does every day follow the same sort of pattern? How would you describe your normal day as a business um, admin apprentice? So the normal everyday life of an apprentice in business admin is uh, quite different. Every day is just different for me. Um, so I have a schedule for most days, but it's not very strict. You can still kind of swap out the days if you need to. And the Flexi by Choice um, scheme in Evan Mitchell is really helpful for me to work from home if I need to or um, go into the office and do focus on the in-office tasks. So on Mondays, I usually just uh, focus on a specific task that's assigned by my team leader. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I mostly do work from home, uh, but you can also choose to go in. Um, Wednesdays or Fridays, I tend to take my apprenticeship day, which is the 20% of the job training. Um, and it's where I can really just switch off and focus on my um, apprenticeship work, my one file and all the online course I need to do. So it's something that you don't really 
I get from a university degree, I feel um, having experience with both, I feel like I'm able to balance my work with study and work during an apprenticeship course. So it sounds quite varied in terms of what you do on a sort of day-to-day basis. Yeah, definitely. It's so much more different. And Tyra, as a paralegal apprentice, what what are your experiences in terms of sort of a you know a normal day in the life of an apprentice? Do you have the same experience as Angelina? Yeah, I definitely would agree with Angelina. There's definitely not a, a normal day. Um, I've never had a day that's dragged. I've always been busy. I've always had something to do, whether that's obviously just sending emails out, dealing with cases, ringing clients, ringing courts, things like that. I've always had something to do. It's been very busy all the time and you're always learning something new as well. So it's it's great for me because I, I, I'm personally somebody that learns much more efficiently whilst doing something so the fact that I'm constantly learning all the time is great again the working from home the flexi by choice that's great I go into the office once a week and meet up with the other apprentices um, in my team and we go in every Thursday not every team has an anchor day so a day that they have to be in the office and my team personally don't but we always decide that we're going to go in on a Thursday just to get that face-to-face contact and and just so we can see each other and speak to each other. Yeah we do something very similar actually in my team but we sort of vary the days up so it's not always the same you know it's not always a Thursday for example but we um, we tend to go in at least once or twice a week which helps with walking the dog and other things that you need to do when you're at home. Tyra just sticking with you then so you're talking about your sort of day-to-day tasks there what do you think are the sort of most important skills that you need to have as an apprentice? I definitely think just kind of basic communications I think that is essential and it's something that you will develop over time as an apprentice in my position so as a paralegal apprentice you obviously you speak to to clients even just other people within your team or the colleagues etc you're always going to be speaking to somebody it's not a job where you like you can't speak to anybody you have to speak to people in order to get things done so I would definitely say communication is an essential skill that is needed and as well just willing to put the work in willing to learn having that drive um, and that ambition you know I have to ask people can I come and shadow you on this can I come and shadow you on that and that kind of puts you in a better position just for learning things and and your knowledge and and how you work as well so definitely just having the ambition and drive also um, as it, it as it puts you in a position where you're able to learn and you you tend to pick things up a lot quicker as well if you go out of your way to ask people. I guess you get out what you put in don't you in terms of that drive and, and effort that you're talking about and to be honest I think there are skills that you need to have in most walks of life not not just as a, a, a paralegal apprentice. Angelina you're obviously in a different area in terms of your apprenticeship so business admin how do you compare to what Tyra thinks are the, are the key skills of, of an apprentice? Um, I think the skills you need uh, for the apprenticeship are pretty much similar to what Tyra said. I think communication is very key. And as she said, you kind of um, improve on that as you go along. And verbal, written, I think those are the things that people look for in any kind of jobs. So even though I don't really have any direct contact with the clients or courts, um, I still deal with people uh, within the firm, so the fairness and people within my team. So it's very essential to keep communicating and keep improving on that skill. And we obviously get training on that. And you just kind of pick up and feel confident over time. 
And just to build on that, I think it really helped me to get my time management skills sorted. So I was really bad at managing my study time with uh, the work time. So I would do pretty much five days of work sometimes just because there's so much workload. Um, So recently we had like 25% increase in the workload within the business admin team. So we were just like really struggling to get so much done within a short period of time. So what helped me is just to talk to my apprenticeship coach and my managers to really get that time management thing sorted. And I just take mostly Fridays off uh, just so I know that it's reserved just for studying and it's towards the weekend. So I kind of look forward to studying in a weird way and I never really enjoyed studying either. So, yeah, I think it's kind of figuring out what you enjoy doing. So at work, I just stick with that four day schedule and then switch off and then go to one day of studying. So communication, time management, and also just, um, yeah, willing to put in the work and adapting to different systems and processes of what we use within Evan Mitchell. Um, I think, yeah, growth mindset could really help with that, just to adapt to new situations, um, talk to new people and get in the zone of studying and building on your skills. I'm working with a number of different people, I imagine. So not just sort of working one-on-one with someone. So you talked about your apprenticeship coach, but also your sort of supervisors. I assume that you work within quite a big team and so are communicating actually with lots of different people in your role. So I do work with, so my team managers, the deputy and uh, line manager, but then we also have uh, other hubs that we do communicate with every often. And then we have uh, our hub structure, which is uh, Southampton, Birmingham, Cambridge, Bristol so is just a lot of teams that we have to work to get together on a day-to-day basis. We also have to work with or liaise with purchase ledger, so finance team, uh, accounts help desk and IT department like every day. Also the fee earners, regular communication between solicitors, paralegals, um, associate solicitors and so on and so on. So yeah, working with everyone, pretty much a lot of teams. Okay, so Tyra, I'm going to come to you and ask you, what is the one piece of advice that you would give to someone who is considering an apprenticeship pathway? I would say be very level-headed about the entire process. From my personal experience going from A-levels to university, which was obviously initially what I did, I was very much pushed down the university route um, and there wasn't much consideration for things like apprenticeships. So I definitely would be level-headed when approaching, obviously, your time to choose a university or an apprenticeship, but also just consider all the factors and decide what's best for you. Don't do what everybody else is doing. You know, focus on yourself and do what's best for yourself. Oh, I think that's a great tip. And Angelina, anything to add? What what piece of advice would you give to someone considering the apprenticeship pathway? Uh, I think the one piece of advice I have for students who are considering apprenticeship is that you really need to take the initiative to do more just than like what's required of you and build on the independence and show that you're really passionate about what you do and I wasn't when I was in uni or in college but as I got into the apprenticeship which was such a coincidence and I had very similar experience to Tyra as well so I got pushed into uni and never ended up liking it just sort of picked this path that's not very conventional I guess and just researched about different types of apprenticeships and different organizations that do provide apprenticeships. Um, so I, I would just say research as much as you can. There's a lot more options out there 
and just explore as much as you can. I think that's a really good point because actually when you're researching, it's not necessarily just into who provides apprenticeships, is it? But it's also about the culture of a of a of a firm and a workplace. And that's also really important to make sure that it's the right fit for you. Yeah, definitely. I do agree with that. I did a lot of research on Evan Mitchell because I applied for the training contract first and I didn't go through with it because I wasn't sure if law was the right path for me. Uh, But when I applied to the business administration apprenticeship, I was so much more confident. So I felt felt like I definitely do need to know the culture of the um, firm. And that really helped me to with the interview. Definitely. I just kept talking during my interview and they were really impressed. So (laughs) definitely helped to do the research. Good. Okay, so Tyro, tell me what did your friends and family think when you said you were going to go down the apprenticeship pathway? What what was their reaction? I think initially there were a lot of questions because it's not something that's necessarily spoken about as much as university. And I definitely know that my parents were very much like, are you still going to get your qualifications? Are you still, you know, going to get the end result, which you would have got if you went to university and after speaking to lots of people kind of within the profession that we that we know and also just doing a lot of research on apprenticeships in general we finally came to the conclusion and began to understand that you can do everything through my apprenticeship that you would do at university and it takes the same amount of time and it's it's not as you know it's not any longer or anything like that but I definitely say that there was some hesitancy when I first mentioned that I wanted to do an apprenticeship just because I feel like a lot of parents especially mine are very traditional in terms of the education system so you know if you want to be a lawyer you have to go to university so yeah I definitely think that there was hesitancy when when I first mentioned it but they soon came round to the idea. Excellent. And Angelina, how about you? What what did your friends and family think? I think the initial reaction I got from my parents especially is just surprised. I mean, they didn't expect me to go down the apprenticeship route where you'll be kind of earning and learning at the same time. It's not something they expected me to do because they just thought I would go to university, go down the traditional route and get the degree and get a job, which is what, what we are known for I guess just um, just in my family no one's really used to doing like learning and earning at the same time so although my friends were quite supportive they thought that it's actually impressive that you can kind of yeah study and earn which is what they wanted to do because they don't really get the time to uh, do their course which is full-time and also do a part-time job it's just ridiculous so they figured that it's probably the best option for me since I didn't find any interest in the courses that I was doing in university. But yeah, a lot of questions again, just like Tyra said, I feel like coming from a traditional family comes with the challenges, but um, you kind of educate them about it. And even though there are a lot more questions still, and I get questions from my friends' families as well, but as you educate them and let them know and um, ask them to do their own research as well, I feel like it will expand the knowledge and just maybe get other people to do apprenticeships as well hopefully. Well you both sound extremely positive about um, the apprenticeship uh, routes that you're both on so I hope that other people will take up those opportunities Angelina as as you say as more knowledge is shared about them. Okay so I think um, it just leaves me to say thank you to you both Tyra and Angelina for your really helpful insight uh, into your lives as apprentices at Owen Mitchell. 
So that is it for today. Thank you to both of you for sharing your experiences. We really hope our listeners found this useful. If you'd like to find out more about our early career opportunities, please visit our website, which is owenmitchell.com forward slash recruitment. Thanks for listening to the Owen Mitchell podcast. If you found it interesting, then please join us for our next episode and stay safe.